Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, this used to be a history and politics podcast, but ever since my co-host and I moved out to Los Angeles, this has become a podcast about screenwriting and making movies here in Tinseltown. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn. And I am the other host, the aforementioned co-host, Abraham Lincoln, 16th president of the United States, now screenwriter extraordinaire. We're getting there. We're getting to our intro. I think we almost have it. We're certainly putting a lot of showmanship into it because we're in the town of the showman. Life's a show, you know, uh, the, all of life's a stage. <laughs> life's a show, the classic uh, saying. Hey, Abe, we got to stop dicking around. We we have a, a crisis, an emergency in our industry to fix. That's right. We haven't done our pages today. I was referring to something else. You're right. We haven't done our pages today, so we should get through this episode as quick as possible to knock out our pages. I was referring to Vulture.com, who will host the Oscars. Variety. Oscars will have a host in 2022, according to ABC. Um, Fox News. The 2022 Oscars will have a host for the first time in three years. Abe, who's it gonna be? Who is gonna unite... Not just the entertainment industry, but also America into caring about the greatest American award show of all time once again. I think it goes beyond that. I think it goes to the whole world because there are foreign films at the Oscars. Of course. We we have to have a global unity. That's right. Yes. And listen, um, we need someone to, to bridge those gaps. Uh, it's, we're still in a, a, a difficult time for everyone. Uh, there's this virus going around. It's killing people. And the Oscars could maybe be something that lifts all of our spirits once again. Maybe it gets us out of this virus. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. But you and I have taken it upon ourselves to come up with some options for who could host the Oscars. We each have three candidates. Um... And, you know, we're going to go back and forth. We're going to decide. You and I are going to knock this out in the room. Has anyone asked us to do this in the industry? No. We're, we've taken this upon ourselves. But that is how things get done. Because who knows? This episode could go viral. It could get aggregated on all the blogs. And then instead of reading headlines about who will host the Oscars, you'll be reading headlines like, hey, Abraham Lincoln and Timothy Robert Dunn think these people should be the Oscar hosts. And right. online buzz and momentum is building for their candidacy. So... I think we are doing a service. Someone's got to do this. If you wait around to be asked for things in L.A., you're never going to get them. People are going to say, the the Academy actually picks who it wants to host its own award show. That's stupid that you would think that you could do this. But you know what? Don't say that to us. That's mean. We yeah. don't like hearing things like that. I didn't think that I could be president, and then all of a sudden I was right. elected president, and I had, you know, very limited executive political experience you you got to advocate for what you want that's what we're saying but let's not let's not waste any time let's fix this problem abe do you want to go first uh with your first pick of three for who should host the 2022 oscars okay i'll go first and i'm gonna start in the order of probably the riskiest choices to like more of the safe bets totally okay so i understand this is a bit of a wild card so i hope everyone out there will just kind of bear with me but i think in the past there have been couples and the couples have been super successful yes yeah 
everybody really loved it when it was James Franco. And, oh, when it was James Franco, that and, was such a good one. Yeah, it was terrific because everyone was like, "Wow, this is the son of Green Goblin and Catwoman," <laughs> and I just am here for this. Right, right. So, who's the new uh, power couple you'd like to see host the Oscars? Well, it's the new power couple that everybody wants to see all the time, and that is, of course, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Abe, Abe, I like this. Because here's the thing. Megan, she's been in some some huge blockbusters. We're talking Transformers. We're talking Ninja Turtles. We're talking Ninja Turtles. We're talking, she was in multiple Transformers movies, right? Yeah, and both Ninja Turtles movies. Both Ninja Turtles movies. I think she was in something with uh, the wrestler guy. I can't remember. Anyways, uh, I think this is a great pick. Machine Gun Kelly, you've got a whole nother industry of people to bring in to the Oscars. Maybe music fans weren't a big fan of the Oscars, whatever. I don't know. But now suddenly they're tuning in. Yeah. And he could do musical numbers while he's hosting. You know, they can cut to him. He could do a musical number where he kind of recaps all of the films. And like, maybe he can do a a song about how like, Hey, uh, watching a movie on streaming on pay-per-view is just as good as going to the theaters. Right. And he can kind of have like, that's his point of view for for the musical comedy that he's going to perform. Machine Gun Kelly does every entry for best original song for a motion picture. So he sings Billie Eilish's No Time to Die song. He sings, let's assume Encanto is in there. He sings all of these throughout the night. <laughs> Megan Kelly introduces him each time. Megan Maybe we Fox. Don't even... Not Megan, Megan. Sorry. <laughs> Although, Not Megan Kelly. Wait, would Megan Kelly be a better choice? Because. Maybe. Maybe we go with Megan Kelly because they're going to be thinking Megan and then we flip it on and that gets the other half of America, Abe. Wait, so we have Megan Machine Gun Kelly is how we Megan Machine Megan Machine Gun Kelly. God damn, this is good. Okay, so this is pretty good. The only thing I worry about is that Megan Kelly is, she's just so dynamic. Her face is so interesting, and right. she's got so many good inflections, and Megan Kelly is just so compelling to watch. Really I, good opinions, too. If she if she starts going off on one of her opinions, uh, America's going to be captivated. Really detailed nuanced thoughtful takes she's chocked full of them i were i actually starting to wonder if megan kelly will actually overshadow the movies that we're here to honor because she's so compelling <clears throat> but you think megan fox you think megan fox is a better choice in that sense yeah but the problem is is i also think in that we have megan fox and machine gun kelly they have so much frankly sexual chemistry Right. That I think that will become the story, and then people will be like, yeah, who cares what best picture is? We just want to see you guys kind of like, you right, know. Right, right, right. Okay, well, each other. I think you, I think here's what we got out of this. I think the couple idea is a good one. Maybe we should hang on to it, keep kicking it around. But maybe, you know, we'll, we'll keep going through these options. I, I really like that one. I think that was a good way to kick this off. Uh, I'm going to start with my first one, and I'm, I'm going full. Star power. I, to be honest with you, I don't know if we could get this person just because they've had such a huge year and they probably are shooting a thousand different things right now. But I was thinking the Sandworm from Dune. Um, and they, we, we do a modified stage for the award show and we see like this big mound of dirt coming toward the audience and then uh, Sandworm comes up or maybe that's it. Maybe we think it's Sandworm to start, but then um, Pete Davidson pops up. 
you know, and, and he starts telling a joke. Who'd you think it was going to be? Sandworm from Dune. <laughs> That's good. That's a good joke. But then it is actually Sandworm from Dune, and Sandworm from Dune roars all of the lines. But then we we see kind of like the monologue jokes and stuff as subtitles underneath. Uh, and, but again, the problem is we know we know they're doing Dune two. We don't know if they're doing an indie movie right now. That's probably the path you want to go in the career right now. Something that may get Sandworm from Dune nominated for an Oscar. So, like, scheduling is just such a problem with this option. I just think it would be, like, something no one's ever seen before at the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, so it's definitely the actual Sandworm, not a Sandworm CGI that's voiced by Pete Davidson. I'm open. Look, I'm open to both. I'd be open to CGI sandworm from Pete Davidson. I'd be open to real giant sandworm. I'm open to either. Yeah, that's true. I, I okay. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. I'm liking the Pete Davidson option though more and more. Yeah, because he could tell jokes. <clears throat> you know, he can tell a joke. Of course, yeah. And he could also do a couple raps. Right. So uh, maybe some Eminem parodies that no one asked for. That's great. I would love that. He could do. He could absolutely do. I'm sorry, Mama. Um, yeah. and it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't mean to yeah. poke holes in, no, go for it. Go for in, it. in your, in your second choice, but, um, we did kind of settle on a, a couple idea. Sure. So yeah. maybe, it, maybe it's the sandworm and Pete Davidson. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Timothy. Yeah. Uh, I think we're getting, we're getting there. We're circling. Um, yeah, we're circling. So since we're talking couples, I was thinking, well, obviously I was thinking because we are here living in the basement of the Scientology Center, we owe all of the success to the great saints, right. Tom Cruise. I was thinking Tom Cruise, he's got to be the host. Mm. He is a Hollywood insider, but he's also just beloved, probably the biggest movie star we have. And he's never done it before, right? No. And he'd be a terrific host. But yeah. if we want a couple, then I was thinking we get Zac Efron to go with him because they're kind of like a before and after, like... <laughs> of of what of what things you know are like you know and we loved yeah. zach efron in the greatest showman correct yes okay all right well what's your second choice my second choice is and this one is kind of my thing addressing a problem which is that we just don't have youth viewership with the oscars we don't have that like teenager up through college demographic so i'm thinking we give it to tiktok uh, TikTok hosts the Oscars, and here's what I did. I before we started recording, I signed on to TikTok and I watched the first three videos I could come across. And here's what I got. So imagine, started the show. They want to do best supporting actor to kind of get a big one out of the way, and it is done by a guy eating a big plate of gummy worms. Um, you're watching the show a little bit longer. We do best adapted screenplay. It's a bit of a snooze, but that's why you have woman explaining how she applied for auto insurance introducing that one and she's doing some jokes in there too maybe but she's mostly doing the auto insurance stuff end of the night the award everyone is interested in best picture and that is done by a child going down the tallest water slide in north america presumably you film him right at the exit of the slide and he yells it out and then all of us there in the theater are going nuts for this kid sliding down the largest water slide in North America. So that's my pitch. It would. The problem with this one is production. 
Like it takes up, we're traveling, we're filming all these TikTok people, um, making sure they stay quiet about their, uh, categories and stuff like that. So there's a, there's a lot of logistics, but I just, I feel like there's just so many very, very funny people on that app and we gotta, we gotta take advantage of that. So that's definitely true. I do think there's a lot of funny things on TikTok and a lot of great people who are creating content, no excuses. Right. I wonder though, because TikTok is so good, I actually think TikTok's like better. A lot of people think it's better than movies. Sure. So is it a little like having a car host the horse and buggy awards? I didn't think about that, but boy, oh boy. Like all of the movie stars, I think you would cut to the audience. You'd see like Meryl Streep sitting there being like, oh gosh, I'm out of a job. Right. Oh, these kids are so good. That's a very tall water slide. Yes. Because usually you follow them and you you want to see if they look nervous or if they look happy or yeah. sad for their reactions to the awards or their friends or whoever getting right. awards. Now I think they would just all have this existential dread seeing that they're about to be replaced. Right. Like, why can't I do this? Um, was it, what is it about this app that I don't understand? Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a fair criticism. Um, we, I, if we could do something to try and get that youth vote with one of these options, I think that'd be huge, but I, I absolutely understand that criticism. Well, you know, it's constructive. I, I and I, 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 no, totally. You and I, listen, we're trying to, we're trying to find the perfect host here. What's your third one, man? Let's, let's bring this home. Yeah. So like I said, I went from kind of my riskiest choice to my most conservative choice. The last choice right. here, because Hollywood loves nothing more than a comeback story that it produces itself and also references itself. I think it's gotta be somebody who needs to be redeemed. And that's why I'm thinking the Hollywood um, Oscars will need to be hosted by Harvey Weinstein. Ha. Huh. Mm. It's a bold choice. I'll say that. A bold, bold, but as you said, safe. It's a safe, bold choice. Because it goes to show... Well, he know he knows everybody. That's why it's safe. Like, it'd be so easy for him to host this thing. He's not going to be nervous. No. Oh, no, no, no. He seems... If there's one thing I will say about Harvey Weinstein, he seems like not a nervous guy. Yeah, he'll be there. He'll be able to tell some stories, but all the times he hung out with everybody in the room, and they'll be like, yeah, yes. that was fun, Harvey. And I think also people, he can have something at the top, be like, hey, you know, I've learned a lot. I had a lot of good fun, but I also, yeah. you know, um, you know, I'm different, I've changed, but I'm still the same old Harvey, and I'm ready to, uh, I'm back, and Hollywood's back after right. the pandemic. Clap, 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 clap. I don't know if you remember this, but he um, wrote a letter right when the many, many horrible allegations were coming out where he said, yeah, I'm sorry I was wrong. I grew up in a different time. I'm going to take some time away from Hollywood, um, and I'm going to be spending my time going after the NRA, so they better buckle up. So maybe if he could give a report as to what he's been doing to attack the NRA during this all this time, that might be good. Oh, that's um, true. But now I'm worried he's not going to unite the country or the world. Oh, sh- yes, that's right. We can't. No, we got to uh, cut that bit. But uh, I, I, one other thing I had in mind in terms of like montages of scenes that you sometimes will do, uh, like a Lifetime Achievement Award, you could do a montage of all the scenes with nudity that he added into movies, uh, asked to add into movies that didn't need to be there. That could be like a fun, you know, kind of walk through his career you know i think that's great i think honestly tim i think you and i need to write for the harvey weinstein oscars because we have a lot of bits i think that we could really sell for him 
not just our speech, but your whole NRA thing. But I also think, right. um, I think he should come out and he should be like, you know, I, what I did was not victimless. There were people that were really hurt by this. So I just want to bring somebody out now who was a victim before so I can apologize to them in front of the whole world. And yeah. then the stage has curtains and the curtains slowly open up and they reveal the house plant that he ejaculated into uh, in front of the woman. And he just says like, hey, look, you know, I want to apologize again because there's already been a seed planted in that pot and I should have tried to add my own. Jokes, jokes, yeah. jokes, jokes, laughs, laughs, laughs. Big, ha, 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 yeah, big waves of laughter. We give it a minute for the laughter to die down. And then, if you make fun of yourself, everybody's going to be so on board with Harvey Weinstein. You just got to make fun of yourself, like, one time, and then everybody's going to be like, what did he do? Ah, whatever, let's have some fun. There we go. Yeah. Um, My last one... Listen, people like when... People like controversy. People like a little bit of... Um, they like it when they rattle cages at the Oscars, when there's a little bit of controversy. So I was thinking, Adam McKay. But instead of monologues and introductions of awards and stuff, he argues with negative reviews of Don't Look Up uh, during every segment. And someone comes on and they say, just a very mild, like, yeah, I, I just didn't think it was... Um, as funny, I, th- I thought it was more, like, preachy than it was funny. I just could have, you know. And then he w- goes off on him on him or her for, you know, minutes of airtime. And then he just opens up an on- envelope and says a name and an award. And then that's it. Th- that's part of the ceremony is, like, really short. It's mostly about him yelling at reviewers. I love it. And I think also once he yeah. reveals the winner, he then says... Uh, something about how it should have been someone from Don't Look Up because Don't Look Up was right. good and right. people probably don't understand it. Yes, right. Uh, modern Masterpiece, all of these things, yeah. Even if his song wasn't, uh, original song wasn't there for Don't Look Up, he would play it and everyone would have to listen to it while he's holding up his phone for a few Love minutes. Love it. So, yeah. I, here's, my, here's the thing with Adam McKay, though. I know he has a performance background. He's just not like... He doesn't quite have the the charisma. I don't know that he's the showman we need for this. I like the controversy, but like... Can I tell you something? I think I know what you're going to say. Okay. I've had this idea kicking around in my mind of like... Well, you had the couple idea. Who are like two people that hit, that check off all our boxes and what we need for an Oscar host and uh, listen, I'm good. I know Oscar history. I could give like history about like, Oh, the first Oscars and stuff like that. I just don't know that I command the stage, but you know who does former president Abraham Lincoln. Timothy, that's very kind of you to say. And I just feel like, and tell me if you didn't have this thought, you and I host the 2022 Oscars. Well, I can't tell you that I didn't have that thought. Because I did have that thought, Timothy. Thank you. Honestly, I was just thinking about what it takes to host a show, what it takes to command an audience, a room, but a, right. an entire planet. And what you do on your solo, short form, improv that you do on only Now, hold on. As as we know, because I was addicted to acting in a previous um, 
was about to say episode. This is part of my life. Because I'm a recovering acting addict, I now do um, history lessons on OnlyFans. I've stopped doing the family-friendly ones. I'm only doing the erotic ones. Um, They're not as popular as my improv shows, but people are sticking around. We're going through uh, the Punic Wars right now. Um, You know, I'm talking about Hannibal crossing uh, with the elephants over the mountains. I'm getting a lot of comments like, Hannibal, I'd like to get a hand on those balls. And it's it's funny, but everybody's made the joke by now, so i just like to tell my viewers to stop making that joke. Uh, but yeah, I I know what you mean. Like, I could do segments, and you could do... You could go out there and talk to the crowd. You could roast people. You could do the intros and the bits. Um, so what we have here is that you can cover all of the advantages from the TikTok hosts, right? Because you mm-hmm. are of this generation, and you know the new medium. And yes, and when people look at me, they say, you're the TikTok generation, aren't you? They do, yes. Yeah. And I've hosted things before. I mean, like, the Gettysburg Address was a serious event. Yeah. And I know how to, to command a room and, and give a speech, and I can do that a couple times throughout the night. Plus, mm-hmm. you also are, like Adam McKay, a veteran of the Chicago improv scene. You can definitely Correct. handle yourself if we do some sort of, like, you know, um, musical comedy act where we sing about how streaming is just as good as having to go to the theaters right releasing stuff on hbo now at the same time as uh theater theatrical release yeah totally yeah plus we know how to write jokes because we uh, both have a comedy background i wrote for huckabee and because i wrote for huckabee yeah. that unites me to that whole uh you gotta yes you still got those muscles we can include those jokes as well and it, well most of those jokes yeah not I'm 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 well suited to write for the Trinity Broadcasting uh, co- companies. Network, yeah, yeah, their their uh, their audience. So that helps. Yeah, bring in everyone. Now the only thing I have to worry about, I guess, that we haven't covered. Well, we do have a lot of chemistry, but we don't have like probably the sexual chemistry that Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly have. But we wouldn't know. But we can work on it. And I get. Listen, and sometimes the clothes, the clothes we're wearing could convey some of that, you know? And they throw money at these people that host this thing. So, like, we wouldn't look quite what we look like now. We would have stylists. We would have uh, makeup, hair, makeup people. So, you know, I'm just saying there are options. We would look better than Pete Davidson, that's for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But but another thing, too, is that now there is obviously the risk of us being canceled. I mean, Timothy, you, um, uh, how do we say it? I mean, you're former um, acting mentor and teacher. He is in jail for trying to coerce a bunch of his former students into murdering people on his behalf. And right. I, yeah. of course, used to be a white supremacist. So <laughs> we could get canceled. We don't, we never talk about that enough, do we? I mean, I suppose we did at the very beginning of the show, but you're right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln used to be a white supremacist, um, but he softened over time yeah now yeah look but this i think this is actually works to our advantage because everything i said about harvey weinstein now applies to us we let the whole maelstrom build everyone on twitter calling for us to be canceled people being like who are these people why would they get to host (laughs) what is this a joke what do you not understand about oscar so white yeah right like stuff like and then we come out we just address it right off the bat we cut the right the tension with a knife and boom, audience on our side. We come out, and the first thing we say is we're not going to be PC 
for the next three hours. And then everybody watching is going to be very on board and very at ease and relaxed. And you know what? For one of our bits, we could bring out the houseplant from Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This sounds good. This sounds really good, Timothy. This sounds really good. Um, I would watch this. Listen. I would watch this. Oh, 100%. Now, listen. It's a little bit out of our hands, but if we don't advocate for it, it's not going to happen. So, and we got pages too. We got a lot on our plate right now, but just listeners know that we will be advocate advocating for this throughout this coming year. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully we see you on your TV screen giving out, uh, giving out Oscars. God, it's, like it's, it's crazy when you, cause we didn't go into this thinking it'd be no. you and me. It just makes sense though. It does. And listeners, if this is something that you want to see, which I think it is, make sure to spread the word with hashtag Oscars so Lincoln. Uh, folks, if you have any suggestions for who should host the Oscars, well, don't send us those because we're going to host it. But if you have any contacts for um, people who work for the Oscars, email us those at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical one five minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. And as always, write, review, and subscribe. Right? Rate, rate. What? Rate, review, and subscribe to the. I'm just so nervous. I'm like excited and giddy now to host the Oscars. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Abe, any last thoughts? You know what? Don't worry about flubbing that because you're going to nail it when you give it live on stage right before we read Best Picture. You plug our podcast. Boom. Folks, we'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. 